Hey, Peter Navarro here. Had a great time down in Nashville with the great Mike Huckabee. Here's part one of the interview. Give it a listen. Go to MikeHuckabee.com and sign up for his free newsletter and follow at GovMikeHuckabee on Twitter. Welcome back. The first time Peter Navarro was to appear on our show, the FBI arrested him as he was boarding the flight to get to Nashville to be here. Watch. I was on my way to Nashville today to do a TV appearance with Mike Huckabee's show, right? Well, we were thrilled when he did come on a few weeks later to tell the story of being harassed by the Justice Department and the Kangaroo Court of the Sham January 6th Committee. He was later convicted of failing to appear before them because, unlike some people, Peter Navarro actually believes in the Constitution and its very clear separation of powers provisions. His principal stand has resulted in hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal costs, which he sure hopes people like you and me will help him raise. Peter has a PhD from Harvard. He's been a distinguished professor of economics in several universities. And he's been willing to call out the economic establishment for selling out the USA and a lot of the unfair trade deals that have cost Americans their jobs. President Trump brought him on board from the very beginning of his administration, and he stayed all the way to the end. He bucked the failed trade policies of previous administrations from both Democrat and Republican administrations. And he helped President Trump lead us in a real effort to put America's interests first above those of the multinational corporations. I'll tell you this, I like him because so many of the people that have helped wreck America, they don't like him. So that's all the more reason I really like him. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Peter Navarro. Peter, good to have you back. What, what I love about coming here besides this place, which is the best venue of any show in America, is this man here. He always makes me feel good. You make me feel good? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like, I, I was deeply moved by your monologue. And if I may, I, I wrote an article just, just last week uh, about the, uh, the Hamas attacks. And everybody in America needs to understand... One thing, the Gaza Strip, which is adjacent to Israel, it's 26 miles long, it's three and a half to seven and a half miles wide at its widest. And there's 300 miles of tunnels underneath the Gaza Strip, which are used by the Hamas terrorist group to, first of all, import rockets and other weapons from Egypt under the tunnels and then to conduct all manner of rocket attacks and raids on Israel. And this attack that happened, Mike, um, was the result of these tunnels stretching underneath the border into Israel and having these people pop up and, and killing babies. Mm. And as our politicians here in Washington are trying to prevent Israel from destroying those tunnels in Gaza for its security, the Israelis are taking a principal stand because that's what they need to do. So as you watch the news, 
please understand that the reason why the Israelis are in Gaza is to destroy those tunnels in Hamas. That's it. And, and I think people don't even appreciate that there are more tunnels under that little piece of real estate in Gaza than the entire New York City subway system. Yeah. Well, look, the one other thing, and I wrote about this in, in the articles on my, my substack, and um, I'm of the Vietnam era, right? Vietnam War era. And I don't know if you know this, but one of the big reasons why America lost the war in Vietnam is the first war we ever lost was these things called the Tunnels of Coochie. And there was a very, very elaborate system of tunnels that the Viet Cong and North Vietnamese had under Saigon, which is now Ho Chi Minh City. It stretched all the way to the Cambodian border. And it was from those tunnels that they launched the Tet Offensive in 68, which was the turning point in the war. It was from those tunnels they'd pop under Tansanud Air, Fo uh, Air Force Base and kill Americans. And they launched all manner of saber attacks. And the problem was the American command did not do anything about those tunnels other than to send some of the bravest men in the world down there with pistols and flashlights. That was our response. And the, and my, the whole point of the, the article I wrote was Israel must learn the lesson of the tunnels of Kuchi in Vietnam. And, and they can't have those tunnels. And so... Uh, this is where we're at, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very dangerous place. Having Joe Biden there as president is drawing us in to wars in Ukraine, wars uh, in, in now uh, with, with Iran and, and China, communist China. It's always communist China, folks. It's just waiting to go after Taiwan once everything starts hitting the fan in the Middle East. So this, we, you know, I'm spending most, all of my time now trying to get Donald Trump elected in 2024, and I hope you'll join me now. When you were in the White House and helping President Trump, we actually were pushing back on the unfair trade deals. Yes, and it's one indeed. of the things that I don't think a lot of people understood. We had been played for chumps. Yes. You and the president said, nope, we're not going to let these folks, the communists, just run over us, lie to us, make trade deals that are not good for Americans. And we started making progress. That progress has been lost in the last two it, it years. It totally reversed. It started in 2001 when, when President Bill Clinton, just as his last act, allowed China into the World Trade Organization uh, and access to our markets. And they came in and they broke every rule in the WTO book to destroy our factories and our jobs. And they took away 5 million manufacturing jobs, 70,000 factories, and Donald Trump got elected in large part on the platform of pushing back on that. And what we did, and it was a beautiful thing, was the Trump tariffs. Because if they're cheating, if they're subsidizing their exports into the United States, the only way you can offset that is with tariffs. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we did. But the job, the job was even, wasn't even half finished when 2020 came along. And, and we, we need him back to finish that job because... China takes a trillion dollars from us every year now in the trade deficit. And you know what they use that for, Mike? Hmm. Their military budget. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to continue that because I want to get more into what we can do to push back with China because you guys were actually getting it done. So there's a lot more to talk about it with Peter Navarro. We're going to be right back after the break. Do not go away. We'll see you in a moment. Okay. Thanks for watching this. Be sure to check out my Substack at PeterNavarro.substack.com. That's PeterNavarro.substack.com.